Hello, I'm Marvin Fant, and this is Fantline, where we're not afraid to speak truth, and it doesn't matter if you're conservative or liberal, Democrat or Republican, because right always trumps over wrong. Enough said. Hello everyone, I'm Marvin Fant, and welcome to this edition of Fantline. Now, as you can see from the title, here's why people defend the Confederate flag and why it's misleading. Now, if you are confused as to why so many Americans are defending the Confederate flag, monuments, and statues, I put together a quick Q&A with questions from a hypothetical person with misconceptions and answers from the perspective of a U.S. history teacher named Jim Golden. So, what did the Confederacy stand for, first of all? Answer is, rather than interpreting, let's go directly to the words of the Confederacy's Vice President, Alexander Stevens, in his cornerstone speech on March 21, 1861. And he stated, the Constitution rested upon the equality of races. This was an error. Our new government is founded upon exactly the opposite idea. Its foundations are laid, its cornerstone rests upon the great truth that the Negro is not equal to the white man, that slavery, subordination to the superior race, is his natural and normal condition. This, our new government, is the first in the history of the world based upon this great physical, philosophical, and moral truth. And that's what And that's what um, the Confederacy's Vice President Alexander Stevens said in his cornerstone speech on March 21, 1861. Now, there's a little, I mean, not little, but there's truth right there for you. But yet people... They don't want to. They don't want to make that connection of the flag itself, of the statues, as being racist. But people keep saying heritage. It's it's about heritage and not hate. And I've had friends who who preached about heritage instead of it not being about hate. And at the time, I I went along with them because, hey, these were guys, people that I have have friended. And 
trying to get it, get things from their perspective and quite honestly seeing the sincerity from them you know this is what they truly believe but i doubt that they even knew the total and truthful background from where all this stems See, they, they think the purpose of the flags and, mon- and monuments are to honor Confederate soldiers, right? Well, the vast majority of Confederate flags flying over government buildings in the South were first put up in the 1960s during the Civil Rights Movement. Yes, the 1960s. Now, you would think that with these statues and monuments and so forth, that there would have been that they would have been there for many, many decades. But no, they many of them were first erected in the 1960s during the civil rights movement. So, <coughs> excuse me. So for the first hundred years after the Civil War ended, while relatives of those who fought in it were still alive, the Confederate flag wasn't much of a symbol at all. But when Martin Luther King Jr. and John Lewis were marching on Washington to get the Civil Rights Act 1964 and Voting Rights Act 1965 passed, leaders in the South felt compelled to fly Confederate flags and put up monuments to honor people who had no living family members and had fought in a war that ended a century ago. Their purpose in doing this was to exhibit their displeasure with black people fighting for basic human rights that were guaranteed to them in the 14th and 15th amendments, but being withheld by racist policies and practices. So again, these monuments and statues and so forth, (laughs) they weren't even thought about until until white people saw things being pushed in ways that that they did not want to go. They saw segregation eroding. They saw black people garnering certain liberties that that they did not have before. And they were not about to take this standing pat. This is why these statues and monuments were erected to go against black civil liberties. But if we take down Confederate statues and monuments, how will we teach about and remember the past? The answer, monuments and statues pose little educational relevance Whereas museums, the rightful place for Confederate paraphernalia, can provide more educational opportunities for citizens to learn about our country's history. The Civil War is important to learn about and will always loom large in social studies curriculum. Removing monuments from public places and putting them in museums also allows us to avoid celebrating and honoring people who believe that tens of millions of black Americans 
should be legal property. Fantline will be back in a moment. Hello, we're back with Fantline and I'm Marvin Fant. And the question is, here's why people defend the Confederate flag and why it's misleading. And the next question we pose is, but what if the Confederate flag symbol means something different to me? And like I stated earlier, I've had friends who said this, this same question. It means something different to me. It doesn't mean to me it's about racism. And I, you, know, you hear plenty of people say that. It's all about the heritage. The answer to that is individuals aren't able to change the meaning of symbols that have been defined by history. And remember, this is coming from a school teacher when I say this, because obviously I'm not a Bucks fan. <laughs> but he says, when I hang a Bucks flag outside my house, to me, the Bucks might represent the best team in the NFL. But to the outside world, they represent an awful NFL team since they haven't won a playoff game in 18 years. Now, obviously, this was said before um, uh, last, well, this year, earlier this year, because the Bucs won the Super Bowl. He said, I can't change that meaning for anyone who drives by my house because it has been established for the whole world to see. Now, if a Confederate flag stands for a gener generic rebellion or Southern pride to you, your personal interpretation forfeits any meaning once you display it publicly, as its meaning takes on the meaning it earned when a failed regime killed hundreds of thousands of Americans in, a t in an attempt to destroy America and keep black people enslaved forever. And he goes on to say, my uncle posted a meme that said the Civil War Confederacy was about states' rights and not slavery. Well, the answer to, to that would be a state's right to what? And the question Everyone is offended about everything these days. Should we take everything down that offends anyone? Well, the Confederacy literally existed to go against the Constitution. The Declaration of Independence and the idea that black people are human beings that deserve to live freely. If that doesn't upset or offend you, you are un-American. Also, oh, here's another question. says, taking these down goes against the First Amendment and freedom of speech, right? The answer, no. Anyone can do whatever they want on their private property, on their social media, and etc. Taking these down in public or having private corporations like NASCAR ban them on their properties has literally nothing to do with the Bill of Rights. Another question. How can people claim to be patriotic while supporting a flag that stood for a group of insurgent failures who tried to permanently destroy America and kill three and kill 300,000 Americans in the process? Answer, no clue. Next question. So if I made a Confederate flag, my profile picture or put a Confederate bumper sticker on my car, what am I declaring to my friends, family, and the world? 
The answer is that you support the Confederacy. Now, to recap, the Confederacy stands for slavery, white supremacy, treason, failure, and a desire to permanently destroy selective history as it supports white supremacy. Now, it's no accident that you learned about Helen Keller instead of W.E.B. Du Bois. It's no accident that you learned about the Watts and L.A. riots, but not about Tulsa or Wilmington. It's no accident that you learned about George Washington's dentures were made from, from wood rather than the teeth from slaves. Oh, yes. It's no accident that you learned about black ghettos, but not about black Wall Street. It's no accident that you learned about the New Deal, but not redlining. It's no accident that you learned about Tommy Smith's fist in the air at the 1968 Olympics, but not that he was sent home the next day and stripped of his medals. It's no accident that you learned about black crime, but white criminals were never lumped together and discussed in terms of their race. It's no accident that you learned about states' rights as the cause of the Civil War, but not that slavery was mentioned 80 times in the Articles of Secession. Privilege is having history written so that you don't have the knowledge, excuse me, I'll say this again. Privilege is having history rewritten so that you don't have the don't have to acknowledge uncomfortable facts. And isn't that true today, whereas a lot of people, white people, don't want to acknowledge uncomfortable facts? Racism is perpetrated by people who refuse to learn or acknowledge this reality. You have a choice to learn or stay in that days you're in. Enough said. Thank you for checking out Fantline. Until next time, keep Jesus first and be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Thank you.